First, a word to um, our children. Um, as you might be aware, and was on the front page of the worship folder today, it says Reformation Sunday. And that's just a big word uh, that actually means something rather simple to understand. Um, let me let me phrase it this way. For example, if you were to play with some clay, I I don't have any clay anymore that around home, but if you had clay and you were playing with clay and you wanted to make a a model of a little dog, and as you were making that clay model of a dog, it didn't look like a dog at all. It ended up looking like just a bunch of clay in a weird shape. So you probably wet the clay and squish it all down and reform it into another dog. And maybe the second time you'd succeed in making that clay kind of look like a dog. You reformed the clay. Reformation is basically based on that same word. And, well, 503 years ago, in fact, three years ago in 2017, we, our Reformation Sunday was a big service celebrating the 500th anniversary of the Reformation when Martin Luther sought to reform the clay of the church. Um, the whole institution of the church had kind of gotten, well, a little bit corrupt and, and messed up. And so Martin Luther tried not to change things, but to just let people see a better way of how to understand God's love and grace. So that's what we celebrate every year on this last Sunday of October is the reformation of the church. And uh, so that's why we observe this day in our calendar in the Lutheran church. Some of the other churches observe it also. Thank you for being with us today. And now to the message for the adults um, and for the children um, and those of us who are children and think we're adults or vice versa. So every year when we reach Reformation Sunday, now Roman Catholics don't observe this day. Um, the Most of the Episcopalians don't necessarily acknowledge Reformation Day. It's only the Lutherans. So if you went to church in any other denomination on this Sunday or a Zoom church, you probably wouldn't be observing Reformation Day, but we're traditionalists. We stick to our guns of observing Reformation Day. And every year, it's the last Sunday of October. And every year, on the first Tuesday of November, is Election Day. And for many, many years, when I listened to this gospel from John, 
I am struck by a coincidence, a coincidence of timing, of timing that this text from John 8, verse 31 and 32 especially, and the annual elections occur nine days apart every year. It always happens that way. And the phrase that strikes me is this. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. It's even more startling in an election year like this. Now, I'm not trying to be political at all. But truth seems to be one of those words that is tossed about so much, especially in these last number of months. From whatever perspective one comes from, whatever perspective you come from, to this or any election, discerning what is the truth can be downright maddening. If you listen to any television news pundit, if you listen to Fox News or MSNBC or CNN or whatever, trying to figure out, okay, who's telling the truth is difficult. It's maddening. Truth just is. But how people seem to manipulate the truth seems to be, has become a problem. Now, Jesus says to his disciples, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. Disciple is just a follower. If you continue to follow me, to continue in my word, my word of God's love for all, you are truly following me. You are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth. And the truth will make you free. But just like Pontius Pilate, we may scratch our heads and ask, what is truth? When Pilate asked Jesus the day Jesus was crucified, Pilate, Pontius Pilate asked Jesus, are you a king? Jesus responded in John's gospel, my kingdom is not of this world. I am a king. I was born for this. I came into the world to bear witness to the truth. And all on the side of truth listen to my voice. If you search through scripture uh, in a what is called a concordance. Some Bibles in the back of your Bible, it will be like an index and you search a word and it will give you references to that word. If you search through scripture for the word truth, you will find hundreds and hundreds of references to what is referencing the Bible to truth. And in fact, many of the references to the word truth are in the Gospel of John, the very first chapter. Words we hear at Christmas time in John 1, verse 14. 
the word became flesh and dwelt among us, we saw his glory. Glory that is his as the only son of the father, full of grace and truth. And again, in John chapter 14, verse 16, when Jesus talks about giving the Holy Spirit to us, I will give you another comforter, another advocate, the spirit of truth. It's become very evident to many people in our country that what the majority perceives as truth has been twisted and outright called into question. Scientific truth about COVID-19 has been ignored, not only in our country, but around the world by certain people. Scientific truth about global warming has been denied. To most people, truth is understood as that body of evidence which is based on factual reality. All truth, biblical truth and scientific truth are the same. Mathematics is truth. If I hold up these two fingers and these two fingers. Math proves, it is a fact, it is true that it is one, two, three, four fingers. There is no denying that is truth. In fact, I believe that mathematics is probably one of the first God-given gifts to humanity that we understand. Scientific study is truth. For example, we know science has proved we go around the sun, not the sun going around us, even though centuries ago the belief was the opposite. But as science proves new things, it becomes truth. The earth and all of the universe function on empirical data, which is truth. And even the greatest scientific minds, the greatest geniuses of science, however, acknowledge that there is a mystical quality to truth. In other words, a divine quality to truth. Albert Einstein wrote the following, the most beautiful and profound emotion that we can experience is the sensation of the mystical. It is the source of all truth and true science. This knowledge that what is impenetrable to us really exists. This knowledge, this feeling, is the center of truth and of true religion. And an ancient mystic, Justin Martyr, wrote the following, wherever there is truth, it is the Lord's truth. Truth is God, and God is truth. 
It is a willingness to see in all other people and beings the goodness of God's creation. Truth is the willingness to seek the good for all, including those with whom we vehemently disagree. God's word is truth. However, God's word does not just refer to a book. If I hold this up and say the following statement, this is not God's word. What is inside is God's word. Holding up a book just for a photo op is not using the word of God in its right way. The Bible reveals to us truly God's love, truly and humbly to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as the true word of God that leads us to all truth. If one claims anarchists and white supremacists are on the side of truth and goodness, that is not truth. It does not reveal God's love. Vehement hatred, seeking outright destruction of others, is not on the side of God's truth and love for all. So how do we proceed? How do we proceed in seeking the truth? How do we proceed in living the truth of God's love in the chaos of our world today? I'm sure many of you have tired of my referring in sermons to my favorite Lutheran theologian, actually my favorite theologian, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And I've quoted part of this before, but I think in the current reality of our world and our seeking of continuing in God's word. This might be appropriate. This is from an essay Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote in 1942-1943. The essay is called After Ten Years, and he's referring to the ten years after Adolf Hitler came to power. And this is just prior to Bonhoeffer's being sent to a concentration camp. There remains for us only the very narrow and often very hard to find way of taking each day as if it were the last and still living so in faith and responsibility as if there were yet a great future. To think and act in reference to the coming generation and yet be ready without fear and sorrow to go at any day. This is the attitude that is in practice forced upon us. To maintain it bravely is not easy, but it is necessary. It would be smarter to be pessimistic. Disappointments are forgotten and you can stand blameless before men. Thus, optimism is prescribed among the intelligent. 
In its essence, optimism is not a view of the present situation, but a strength for life, a strength to hope where others are resigned, strength to hold one's head up when everything seems to be going wrong, power to bear setbacks, strength that never leaves the future to the opponent, but lays claim to it for oneself. It is the health of life which cannot be infected by disease. There are persons who think it is inane and Christians who think it's impious to hope for a better earthly future and to prepare for it. They believe in chaos, disorder, catastrophe as the meaning of present events. And in resignation or in pious flight, from the world, they give up all responsibility for further life, for new construction, for the coming generation. It may be that the world will end tomorrow. If so, we will gladly lay down our, lay down our work for a better future, but not until then. And lastly, Bonhoeffer writes, we have been silent witnesses of evil deeds, of untruths. We have been washed by many waters. We have learned the arts of deceit and ambiguous speech. Experience has made us distrustful of men, and we have often failed to speak truth and to speak truly and freely to others. Unbearable conflicts have made us pliable or perhaps even cynical. Are we still usable? We are not geniuses, not cynics, not despisers of men, not cunning tacticians, but straightforward, simple, upright people are needed at this time. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, in my love for you and for all, you are truly my disciples. You know the truth, and the truth sets you free. Amen.